Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 285 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast for Tuesday, November 27, 2012. On tonight's show, I'll be previewing this week's conference on practice improvement in Greenville, South Carolina, by our friends of the Society of Teachers of Family Medicine, and I'll be talking about my social media plans for it, which nobody knows about until you listen to this show, plus some updates from some recent shows, and yes, I'll talk about Thanksgiving a little bit. Episode 285 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast starts, wait for it, right now. medicine and social media this is the family medicine rocks podcast i am your host that's right america's next powerball winner that's right my name is mike savilla your favorite family physician host what is the show about well i tell people this is uh, social media through the eyes of a family physician that's right i invite you to check out my digital library of stuff at FamilyMedicineRocks.com, and uh, also shout out to all the people uh, following me on Twitter, all 10,640 people who uh, are uh, tuned into this show, not really, but uh, they're following me on Twitter, thank you so much for that, and also shout out to all uh, 641 people who like the Facebook page for this show, thank you so much for that. Today is Tuesday, November 27, 2012, it is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard time and here at family medicine rocks world headquarters it is 32 degrees fahrenheit and uh, how has your week been going this uh this beginning of the week uh after the long uh, holiday weekend here in the uh, united states i know i have some international listeners as well and uh, thanksgiving here was here in the united states uh last week and it's always fun to uh, spend time with uh with family there and uh um i am uh, i am not a uh, day after thanksgiving uh, shopper they call black friday or cyber monday or all that kind of stuff uh, as everybody knows especially in my office that i am a, a christmas eve shopper uh because you know come on kids uh, most people uh, take back what <laughs> well they get them anyway so it really doesn't really matter no 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 it's 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 a, it's a fun little silly little uh, tradition uh, to go out uh, the day before Christmas and uh, to do some shopping and because the friendliest shoppers are out let me tell you the day before Christmas because we're all in the same boat we're all saying hey you know uh, so uh, but enough about that uh, um, before our main topic here uh, this evening I do want to have a, just a couple of announcements here uh, so the next show uh, show 286 I believe or. Or well, maybe not the next show, but uh, but the show coming up on uh, Thursday, December sixth to Thursday, December sixth. The family physician and author, Dr. Davis Liu, will be here, and uh, he has written a book called "The Thrifty Patient: The Thrifty Patient Vital Insider Tips to Staying Healthy and Saving Money." That's right. He'll be here talking about his book, and uh, he has an earlier book as well called uh, "Stay." Healthy, live longer, spend wisely. So, Dr. Davis Liu will be with us on Thursday, December sixth, um, and also during this half hour here, um, our uh, good friend um, Lisa Fields um, and her colleague Colin Hung will, will be having a, a Twitter chat um, at 8:30 p.m. Eastern time. 
they call the Healthcare Leadership Tweet Chat, and uh, you can get there by going to uh, uh, hashtag HCLDR. Or you can look at my Twitter stream, and you can see it there. Their topic tonight is uh, aligning people behind the right things, how to rally your team around new strategy. So that's going to be at the bottom of the hour here on Twitter. Uh, and also at the top of the next hour here on the Blog Talk Radio Network will be the one and only Dr. Synonymous. will be here at 9 p.m. Eastern with the Dr. Synonymous radio show. And he does some uh, blog reviews and uh, some uh, opinion uh, and uh, some teaching there that goes on on the Dr. Synonymous show. You can check him out at blogtalkradio.com slash dr synonymous, Dr. Synonymous. And also one more shout-out here. I want to give a big shout-out to uh, – my friend uh, Alicia Staley uh, at dhitcommunity.org, uh, dhitcommunity.org. She interviewed me uh, recently uh, and uh, about the electronic health record. And uh, the, the title of the article is EHR Journeys, an interview with Dr. Mike Savilla. Uh, and you can go to dhitcommunity.org, and depending on when you listen to this, I may still be on the front page there, or just put Dr. Mike Savilla in the search uh, bar, and you'll be able to find my interview there. A nice little uh, uh, interview on what I really think about the electronic medical record, the electronic health record, and uh, you can check that out uh, there. And uh, I will take my break here. After the break, I'll be talking about the upcoming meeting later this week in Greenville, South Carolina. I have not been there before. I will be attending the meeting. I will be presenting at the meeting uh, along with my uh, my esteemed colleagues um, about social media and uh, family medicine. It is the Conference on Practice Improvement in Greenville, South Carolina, by our friends at the Society of Teachers of Family Medicine. Uh, But first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for having me be a featured host on this network. Thank you so much for that. I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real doctor. That's right. I am a a family physician in full-time clinical private practice, meaning I see patients five days a week in the hospital and in my office here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And we'll take my break here, and we'll talk about the meeting. You're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast here on the Block Talk Radio Network, the unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution. Just Google FM Revolution for more details. And also a proud member of the ProMed Network of Podcasts. You can get there by going to ProMedNetwork.com. And we'll be right back. the show that is the unstoppable force of family medicine this is the family medicine rocks podcast on a tuesday night here on the block talk radio network my name is mike sabilla and uh, so this uh, later this week starting in just two days two days in the great city of greenville south carolina at the height regency greenville um, and i've never been there before so this will be my first journey there uh, it is the Conference on Practice Improvement from our friends at the Society of Teachers of Family Medicine. Check out their website at stfm.org. You can get a lot more information there. And what is the uh, Conference on Practice Improvement? Uh, on their website here they say, uh, uh, you'll learn to organize and practice around your patients, streamlining processes, engage staff, increase revenue, and provide consistent evidence-based care. You'll learn from those who know best, primary care providers, researchers, and practice staff who have redesigned their practices into patient-centered medical homes. 
The conference is sponsored by the STFM and the American Academy of Family Physicians, Strong Medicine for America. And also on the website, a, a message from the chair of the meeting, uh, Dr. Rebecca, uh, I'm going to say your last name wrong, uh, Maluin. I'm sorry, I, I slaughtered your name. <laughs> I'll, I'll learn it this week when I go to the meeting. Uh, but her message goes like this. The landscape of healthcare is transforming at a unpredict, unprecedented rate. Primary care as the foundation of the healthcare system is at the forefront of this transformation. The Conference on Practice Improvement will engage participants through discussions about changing healthcare landscape, provide steps to redesign a practice to remain strong within the new environment, and redesign examples from private practice, academic practice, and public clinics. It's a wonderful time uh, and a wonderful intimate venue to share and learn best practices and practice improvement with colleagues in addition to formal workshops and lectures. Conference attendees are provided ample informal networking opportunities through special interest breakfast, dine-outs, and receptions. We look forward to seeing you and your team in South Carolina. Uh, and the hot topics, some of the hot topics here, uh, include patient access, patient-centered care, comprehensive services within the practice, case management, change management, care coordination with external clinical and community services, team-based care, integration of behavioral health, health information technology, quality and safety, self-management, practice management, patient engagement, community resources, a lot of hot topics here. Among the conference goals and objectives are the following, offer practical skills, information, and resources for practice redesign and development of patient-centered medical homes, enhance interdisciplinary education and team development for delivery of outstanding measurable clinical results, disseminate proven strategies for effective patient self-management, foster the expanding network of providers and educators committed to continuous practice improvement and redesign. So that's that's from the uh, stfm.org site there, uh, Some just some high-level general descriptions of the uh, conference on uh, practice improvement. And in general, for me, what, what I'm hoping to get out of the meeting, what I'm hoping, what I'm hoping to get out of the uh, conference on uh, practice improvement in Greenfield, South Carolina, is you know I'm I'm hoping to learn some stuff from my own uh, you know clinical practice. You know I, I'm in a group with uh, four other family docs and a nurse practitioner um, here in uh, northeastern Ohio, and uh, you know we have looked at or I have looked at. <laughs> Uh, and I still have to make the case uh, for the patient-centered medical home in our own office, um, and just some general type of reflections on that. And uh, you know, I, 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 one of my goals on this show, and I think I'll be ready to do this in uh, 2013, uh, is to bring all of you through this podcast and through my website some of these concepts. Some of these concepts when it comes to patient-centered care, when it comes to the patient-centered medical home, what is that? Um, and it is, um, uh, it, it could be very, uh, very confusing. Uh, it can be, um, um, it, it can seem like it is very foreign. Uh, it can seem like it is an all-or-nothing type of thing. And, and something that I'm really learning here. I'm starting to learn it, and as I learn more, I will share this with you at FamilyMedicineRocks.com and also on this podcast. Is, is you know a lot of these concepts, or, or you know this patient-centered medical home, it seems like a monolith. It's like it's like a it seems like it's an all or nothing type of thing, and it's not really like that. And uh, that, that was kind of my approach to it, and, and it's like what well, what I've kind of seen in my head is is that this this patient-centered medical home, you know, this patient-centered care. It's conceptually, is, is a lot of, of of the difficulty of defining is is, is similar to the difficulty of, of defining what a family doctor is, you know, and 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 you know what is a family doctor, and it, it's it's a lot of different things to a lot of different people, 
Um, and there is no kind of right or wrong way to define it. It's like there's no right or wrong way to define a patient-centered medical home. You don't have to check all the boxes to define yourself as a patient-centered medical home. You know, just like you don't have to check all the boxes to be a family doc. For example, you know, I, I don't do, and our practice does not do maternity care. You know, we used to. Um, you used to deliver babies, you know, uh, you know, back in the day, but we don't do that anymore. Does that mean we're, fam- we're does that mean we're not family docs? No. Um, just like you know, the patient center medical home is that you don't have to have you know all the boxes checked. That's how I understand it. Maybe I'll be corrected on that when I go to this meeting. Um, but and, and another thing that I'm starting to learn is that there in this patient center medical home and these concepts are are things that we're already kind of doing, I think, in our office already. Uh, so does that mean that we're on the road to being a patient-centered medical home? Does that mean that we're a patient-centered medical home right now? Some people would say yes. Maybe I would say yes. So uh, so that that is part of, of what I'm going to try to get out um, of this meeting. Uh, and you know, it is, you know, it's very exciting times now. It is, it's very exciting times in healthcare right now when um, – and you know, we're going through this transformation, um, especially in primary care. And, and that's something that I really want to bring to you on this show and on the website is that primary care is going through a transformation right now. And um, it's a very exciting time, I think. Um, a lot of people are scared. A lot of people are pessimistic. A lot of people are upset uh, about, you know, this change that needs to happen. But it has been said on this show and has been said by many people that the path that we're on, it is unsustainable, especially when it comes to cost. So we have to have some of these clinical innovations, some of these practice transformation concepts and in, in, in how we deliver health care for decades has to change. Um, and that's one of the things that I'm really looking forward to going to this conference on practice improvements by our friends at the Society of Teachers of, of Family Medicine. Uh, so what I'm going to do is, is uh, kind of outline some of the uh, uh, some of the uh, the, uh, the big uh, sessions, the the, the big uh, um, you know kind of main stage uh, type of speakers and, and, and speakers that I'm going to be really looking forward uh, to seeing. Uh, for the, the opening, well, there's going to be a, a pre-conference session that, that I'm going to be attending. That's going to be on Thursday, and and what one I'm going to be going to is called the Medical Neighborhood: Primary Care as a Catalyst to Effective Collaboration, and that's from our friends at TransferMed. Uh, I think it's TransferMed.com or TransferMed.org, um, and uh, that's the team of people who are helping practices to transform, transform their uh, uh, medical care, um, how they deliver that. Um, and uh, I'm just going to read their, their description here of, of this pre-conference workshop. It says, in this workshop, participants will learn how primary care plays an integral role in building a medical neighborhood, effectively constructing relationships and resources with other providers uh, can be a daunting task for primary care practices Steps toward coordinated, efficient collaboration must be taken in order to provide a truly patient-centered environment. And during this workshop, attendees will participate in three sessions, subspecialty collaboration, uh, community care and case management resources, and emerging community resource trends to enhance learning objectives, group interactions uh, will encourage the development of tools, action plans, and medical uh, neighborhood goals, and at the end of the workshop, I will be able to, participants will be able to identify key resources that will develop their medical neighborhood, develop action steps to facilitate collaboration with their healthcare community, understand the value of consistent resource use across the neighborhood. Uh, so you know, even though you know, I'm still seeing you know, patients every day, and it's been kind of a grind and just trying to keep up with my medical records and everything, it's very difficult to get the big picture. It's very difficult to get that 10,000-foot look at things because, you know, I'm just, you know, grinding away, you know, and, and, and just trying to, to keep up, you know, with 
um, you know, seeing patients, doing paperwork, electronic paperwork, electronic records, uh, just trying to keep up with things. It's hard to, to look at you know, trying to transform the practice into this new model. I'm, and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping this, this pre-conference workshop is going to uh, is going to kick things off for me then. Now, moving towards Friday, Friday, uh, the main stage speaker will uh, be in the morning. And uh, I guess I'll let people know, you know, that the uh, the hashtag for the meeting is hashtag CPI12, hashtag CPI12. And uh, I'm hoping we get a good a good group of uh, uh, Twitter people out there uh, to uh, to help, uh, um, you know, get this meeting out on the Internet and to uh, let people know what is going on. At, uh, at these meetings. The Friday uh, general session or the main stage speaker uh, will be uh, Christine Bechtel, uh, Vice President, National Partnership for Women and Families, Washington, D.C. The title of her talk is uh, Patient-Centered Care. Patient-Centered Care. What is it and how do we get there? And um, interesting. Um, and just looking at the, the outline of this, um, the speaker will outline operational definition of patient-centered care as defined by patients and uh, families themselves. This approach to patient-centeredness can be used to ensure delivery of high-quality care that improves health outcomes in a medical home model. Uh, the speaker will also provide an uh, overview and discussion on how to achieve this level of patient-centered care using a model called collaborative consumer engagement, collaborative consumer engagement, uh, and uh, the goals and objectives of this are to define patient-centered care from a consumer perspective, which is interesting, explain what it means to operationalize patient-centered care in a medical home, uh, and uh, relate the process of and benefits of collaboratively engaging consumers in the journey toward patient-centeredness. Uh, so, you know, taking it from, from the consumer perspective, I mean, it's, I'm going to be interested in hearing on, on what the speaker has to say about this because, you know, explaining the patient-centered medical home or, or patient-centered care uh, to providers, to, to physicians can be difficult. And, and how do you do this or how have uh, people done this uh, when uh, talking with patients, when talking with their patients and saying, hey, you know, when we deliver this new model of care, uh, and uh, it's going to be better, but it's going to be different, um, and this is how we're going to do it. That's a very, very interesting interesting way on how to, uh, how to try to explain that thing. On Saturday, the uh, main state speaker will be uh, Marsha Nielsen, Dr. Marsha Nielsen, uh, the Patient-Centered Primary Care Collaborative, or as the people in the know say it, pcpcc.org, I believe. Uh, and the description goes like this. Payment for value is, is a critical piece of supporting what primary care brings to the U.S. healthcare system, empowering primary care to advocate for and advance uh, an effective and efficient health uh, system built on strong foundation of primary care and the patient-centered medical home needs to be a key role for primary care leaders across the country, but particularly in academic settings. To promote payment for value and advocacy for primary care requires transparency and effective use of metrics. These components are promoted in many of the uh, involved in, uh, in the innovative payment models and products through CMS and CMMI. And uh, this session will describe how current fragmented U.S. healthcare pays for volume over value suffers from inefficiencies based on the current fee-for-service payment methodology, has high, highly variable outcomes, and is not financially sustainable. This will also describe major features of key CMMI projects that promote value-based reimbursement for primary care, describe how this PCMH, patient-centered medical home, can contribute to uh, improved health outcomes, enhance patient and provider experience of care, reduce expense, unnecessary hospital and emergency department utilization, 
describe how departments of family medicine can promote the patient-centered medical home as a model of primary care that validates value to the patient. And the title of it is Patient-Centered Medical Home, Transforming the U.S. Healthcare System. And it's interesting because I've seen more and more of these talks over the past uh, couple of years, and it seems like that uh, you know education of this model um, is still kind of going on. Uh, and I know it's difficult. It's difficult to try to get the word on the, out on this because it's complicated. It's complicated describing the solution. Everybody knows what the problems are. You know, if you've seen the movie on iTunes, I think it's called Escape Fire. And uh, if you have not seen it, go to iTunes and and rent it and look at it. It uh, it describes our uh, broken healthcare system in a pretty effective way. And people are really learning, you know, a lot of the inefficiencies of our healthcare system, but the solutions for it are less known. Uh, and you know, I think that you know, family medicine, primary care, the primary care community has been doing a, a decent job at this. Uh, trying not only to define the problem, but to define some solutions. The challenge always becomes, you know, how do you try to get these solutions done in a legislative setting, meaning in Washington on Capitol Hill. But educating providers, educating physicians, educating the public on one on, on what some of these clinical innovations are um, it still needs to be done, and, and I'm looking forward to this Saturday um, keynote speaker. On Sunday, uh, the speaker will be Dr. Bruce Nash, MD, MBA, Senior Vice President and Chief Medical Officer, Capital District Physicians Health Plan, Albany, New York. Uh, his title is uh, Redefining the Payer Physician relationship. It's been well documented that the United States has the most expensive health care delivery system in the world and we are not getting the quality outcomes we desire. It has been demonstrated that societies with strong primary care infrastructure achieve better outcomes at a lower cost. If we are to strengthen primary care, we need to make it a more attractive career choice for graduating medical students and improve the experience of practicing physicians. In this session, we will examine how redefining the payer-physician relationship uh, from its historic transactional roots to one that supports innovation and evidence-based care can positively affect both family medicine as a discipline as well as our health care system. During this session, you'll understand what we need to do to be prepared to prosper in a post healthcare reform environment, gain exposure to alternative reimbursement models that align payment and value, understand why, what they need to do to better prepare for informed conversations with payers. So these, these three main stage speakers on each day, you know, one, one is um, kind of uh, centered on the patient, um, as far as a consumer, um, one is you know talking about the system, patient-centered medical home concept and system, and one is you know talking about qualities is kind of what I'm getting uh, there and, and different payment models. So it's a it's a pretty pretty balanced uh, approach there on trying to uh, you know discuss you know this very complicated problem of our uh, of our broken healthcare. Uh, system. So, so that, that's kind of the the high level type of things here. Uh, why don't we take a break? And uh, after the break, uh, I'll be talking about my session or the session that I am part of, and, and probably most important to you people out there, kids. Uh, some of my uh, social media plans. That's right, I got plans. Some of my social media plans for the meeting, uh, and. Um, I don't know if they're going to come true, 
Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for it. Uh, but uh, we're going to see. We're going to see what happens uh, uh, because uh, I, I think uh, from a social media perspective, uh, twenty, the end of 2012 and the beginning and throughout 2013 is going to be an exciting time uh, in social media and family medicine, more, though, more so than this year. And I, I think that social media uh, made huge advances uh in the family medicine community this year but i have uh, some bigger bigger goals for uh, 2013 uh but i'll talk about it right after the break here on the family medicine rocks podcast my name is mike sevilla hey go check out the website at uh, familymedicinerocks.com also check out uh, facebook facebook.com slash rocks and also uh follow me on twitter uh dr mike sevilla dr mike sevilla and we'll be right back after this. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. That's right. Welcome back to the most listened to podcast on my iPhone. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast on a Tuesday night here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. Uh, it is the bottom of the hour here. It is uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Big shout-out to uh, everybody uh, uh, who is uh, also on the uh, uh, leadership uh, chat. It is the healthcare leadership chat, uh, uh, hashtag HCLDR. Uh, from our friends uh, Lisa Fields and Colin Hung, and a uh, big shout-out to them. I know they're multitasking out there. And at the top of the hour here at 9 p.m. Eastern time uh, is our friend uh, Dr. Synonymous, uh, who will be broadcasting live here on this Blog Talk Radio network, blogtalkradio.com slash dr uh, synonymous. Uh, so well, we're talking about the uh, Conference on Practice Improvements in Greenville, South Carolina, later uh, this week, and uh, the uh, – the hashtag is uh, um, hashtag CPI12, CPI12, and uh, Pence will be tweeting out there uh, later this week. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, there's a session uh, with, uh, with me um, and uh, my good friends, uh, uh, Dr. Ben Miller from the University of Colorado, Dr. Jay Lee from uh, the Long Beach Memorial Family Medicine uh, Residency Program in Long Beach, California, uh, and also Dr. Mark Ryan uh, from Virginia Commonwealth University, and uh, he works with the uh, medical school and the uh, residency program out there as well. And uh, our, the title of our talk, the title of our talk is Social Media and Changing Healthcare Landscape. It is on Saturday, December 1, uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And I tell you the time because the Twitter's going to blow up uh, at that point, and we're going to try to break Twitter. <laughs> uh, and I say that in a joking fashion because my good friend uh, Jay Lee and I, uh, uh, back in the summertime at the AAFP student resident meeting, uh, claim uh, to have broken Twitter during our social media and family medicine session, uh, and there is documentation of that out there. So uh, so if you're out there on Twitter, uh, keep track of the hashtag CPI12 at uh, 10 a.m. on Saturday, December 1, and we're going to be talking about social media and uh, family medicine, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, um, I am the moderator. I volunteered to be the moderator uh for these three jokers i mean these three uh these three guys here and uh, uh my my task my difficult task is is to make sure that everybody gets heard and um everybody uh gets what they want to talk about and and interact with the audience and try to answer their questions 
um, as well. So it's it's a great time to see my friends. I haven't seen them in in, in person in in a long time. Uh, it'll be nice to uh, to to chat with them. Uh, and I do have some uh, I do have some questions for them offline, kind of um, about uh, 2013 and, and where to take. Uh, uh, social media and family medicine, social media and primary care in 2013. So those are those will be stuff that you won't see on Twitter, but uh, <laughs> you're going to see uh, exciting things coming up with that. Uh, so other than the, the session, uh, I do have some social media plans uh, for the meeting. And uh, what, what I hope to do, and if you're listening to this and you're going to the meeting, uh, I encourage you to find me somehow. Uh, you can uh, you can uh, you know at reply me on Twitter. You can direct message me on Twitter. You can find me uh, on on the Facebook page or on FamilyMedicineRocks.com. If you are going to CPI 12, uh, please uh, reach out to me because I would love to chat with you. I would love to interview you. I would love to talk to you about you know why you love family medicine, why you love practice improvement, why you love this new model, why you love uh, the patient center medical home, um, and why you love the Society of Teachers of Family Medicine. I would love to document that. I would love to share that with my audience uh, using social media. I, what I want to do more and more, you know, so is to is to you know, is, is to show the positive aspects of social media to anybody who will listen. Uh, and and uh, I would love to show that to our uh, primary care colleagues, our family medicine colleagues by doing some of this meeting coverage, uh, you know, getting, you know, uh, all these great people out at a meeting and, and asking them questions and, and broadcasting that out for, for you out there to, to let you know what the, what the leaders in primary care, what the leaders in family medicine are talking about and what they're passionate about. Uh, and, and, and that's the road that I want to climb, you know, in, in trying to, to show uh, physician to show um, people out there that, that social media can be used for this. Um, you know, there's still a lot of fear out there when it comes to social media. There's still a lot of fear out there uh, when it comes to this stuff. And, and um, you know, when doctors talk about social media, you know, that all they want to talk about, all they they think they uh, know, um, is that social media should not be used to diagnose and treat patients. That's right. That's right, you know, because it, it, it is it is not secure. There's a lot of patient privacy issues, but there's more that social media does. Uh, there's more that social media does to help our patients, and it is to, you know, give them the right, you know, medical and clinical information. You know, uh, it is to, you know, network with other professionals. It is to, um, you know, help tell the family medicine story. And I've said this in every one of my talks, and I'll say it again. You know, for too long, primary care and for too long, family medicine has let other people tell our story, and it's the wrong story. And, uh, you know, primary care and, and family medicine, we're not, we're not used to, you know, being assertive as a specialty. Uh, and I think social media, this is a huge opportunity for primary care and for family medicine to tell our story and say, hey, we do have the solutions to fix the broken healthcare system. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is what we think needs to be done. And we need to get that message out there. So what I hope to do at this meeting, what I hope to do um, at meetings in 2013 um, is to, you know, share the discussion with you. Uh, share the discussion of what's going on at, at these you know, small meetings and, and to amplify them uh, so you know what's going on, so you, so you know, you know that, that family medicine cares, that uh, primary care cares, you know, uh, because people don't know that because I don't think we, we broadcast that enough. We don't amplify that enough. Um, and, you know, I know the other side of it. You know, I know from a grassroots standpoint, it's difficult for physicians, it's difficult for, to, for, for providers to be involved in social media just from a time standpoint. You know, I hear this all the time. They say, Mike, you know, I don't have time 
to write a blog post, to do a podcast, to do a video. I, I'm doing enough in my office just trying to, you know, keep up with my paperwork, with, with my digital paperwork, with my electronic medical record, to to spend time with my family, to be involved with my community. I don't have time for that. And I get that. I understand that. Um, but my job is to, is to help, you know, help people uh, learn more about primary care, help people know, learn more about uh, family medicine, uh, and, and I can help you do that. Uh, I can help you be as comfortable as you can with social media, given your comfort level, given your time restraints, and, and you can do this. You know, I, and, and I'm not I'm not saying everybody you know should have a podcast. I'm not saying all family docs should have a podcast. I'm not saying that all family docs should write a blog post. You know, should have a blog. You know, or be on Twitter, or be on Facebook. I know that's it's it's very time consuming, but I I think that what I want primary care to appreciate, what I want family medicine to appreciate, what I want my colleagues to appreciate is that social media is a huge and powerful and mostly free communication tool, and you know when providers and physicians become comfortable with it, they will see the power of this communication medium. And uh, um, we're, we're, we're getting closer. You know, we're, we're getting closer to that tipping point out there, kids. You know, as I talk more and more about this, as the years go on, people are getting more and more familiar about it. People are getting it more. And uh, I think, you know, they're starting to really understand it. And, and you know, telling the story of, of social media, it's, I think a lot – you know, you can draw a parallel to telling the story of the patient-centered medical home or telling the story of clinical innovation is that you continue to tell the story of, of social media, you know, and, and why it's so powerful as a communication medium. You continue to tell the story of the patient-centered medical home. You continue to tell the story of patient-centered care and clinical innovation. You know, people are going to continue to become more familiar with it. They continue to become more familiar with the terminology, with the concepts. And there's going to be a point out there when people say, okay, Mike, I get it. What's the next step? And, and it's, 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 um, you know, it, it's turning that emotion into action. You know, and saying, hey, you know, I understand social media now, or I understand patient center medical home now. I understand clinical innovation. What's the next step? The next step is to take that emotion and turn it into action. And I think for me, when it comes to patient center care, when it comes to the patient center medical home, I think I'm really at the step now where I can say, hey, you know, I think I understand it now to a point where I can really look at solutions from my office. I can really look at solutions for what I can do in my own office clinical setting to try to apply some of these concepts because you really can't you really can't do it until you understand some of these complicated concepts and and some of these can be complicated sometimes especially people who who have not really you know seen it before or you know seen some of the terms before so so you know, in my journey of this patient-centered medical home, I'm I'm really kind of seeing, you know, my my learning curve, similar to what other doctors um, think or what where other doctors are at when it comes to social media. So so as I continue to talk about social media, um, as you know, other people continue to talk about uh, the patient-centered medical home, um, I think people are slowly slowly trying. Uh, to understand more and getting it, and and that's that's very cool. It is very inspirational to me that people are really understanding this um, a lot better. But that, that that's kind of my uh, that's kind of my uh, plans when it comes to uh, social media. You know, coming up to this meeting, um, and, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm really really looking forward uh, to this meeting, and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to learning a lot, uh, to networking, to meeting a lot of great people. Uh, coming up uh, this weekend in Greenville, South Carolina. 
Uh, and I think that's all I have for you here uh, this evening. Uh, I did want to give another shout-out to my good friend Alicia Staley, who uh, interviewed me uh, for an article called uh, EHR Journeys, an interview with Dr. Mike Sevilla. You can uh, check it out at uh, thehitcommunity.org, and you can learn about what I really feel about the electronic health record. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour here, here on the Blog Talk Radio Network is uh, my good friend Dr. Synonymous, and uh, he will be uh, talking about some blog posts from the past uh, week or so uh, at the blogtalkradio.com slash DR Synonymous, Dr. Synonymous. And, of course, um, later this week I will be getting on a plane to uh, to go to the great city of Greenville, South Carolina, uh, November 29 through December 2, uh, the Conference on Practice Improvement by our friends at the Society of Teachers of Family Medicine and also American Academy of Family Physicians. Uh, you can check out the website at stfm.org. And uh, depending on how things go, I, I was thinking about doing a podcast on site there, but uh, depending on how things go, I may or may not. Um, but I do want to let everybody know about our show on uh, Thursday, December 6, 2012. Uh, Dr. Davis Liu uh, will be here, family physician and author of the book, The Thrifty Patient, uh, Vital Insider Tips to Staying Healthy and Saving Money. And also have a later show in December, uh, looking forward uh, to uh, 2013. So uh, I'll be having a show looking back and looking forward, kind of a year in review show here on the Family Medicine Rocks uh, podcast. So thank you so much for uh, joining me uh, live. Uh, and uh, also thanks to everybody who uh, um, downloaded the podcast. I'm telling you, kids, um, the podcast is really uh, exploding over the past uh nine to 12 months. Uh, the number of downloads has astronomically uh, increased over the uh, last uh, six to 12 months, and that is thanks to all of you out there. Thank you so much for your support of the show, uh, for your support of the podcast, for downloading the podcast, for subscribing on iTunes uh, to this podcast. Thank you so much uh, for that. And uh, just to for those of you who who have uh, lasted through the end of this podcast, uh, I, I think I'm going to be modifying the uh, the website there a little bit at the beginning of 2013, but we'll we'll see what happens uh, there. So that ends here my show here tonight. My name is uh, Mike Savilla. I encourage you to uh, check out the website at familymedicinerocks.com, and you can also that gives you access to all of my um, social media identities. <laughs> when it comes to Twitter and Facebook and this podcast uh, and YouTube and LinkedIn, all that stuff there. Uh, but uh, for those of you on Twitter, uh, stay tuned to uh, hashtag CPI12 uh, later this week, and I'm going to be tweeting out some stuff there, and I'm going to be doing some social media coverage of this meeting coming up in Greenville, South Carolina. So that ends the show here. Thank you so much for joining me. And I will see you all out there on Twitter. And uh, I'll be talking about the meeting. And I uh, hope you're having a great week. And have a great weekend. And, uh, hey, yeah, check us out on Twitter on Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern time, for our social media and family medicine talk. Good night from Northeastern Ohio. We'll talk to you all very soon. Good night, everybody. Hey, Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better Remember to let her into your heart Then you can start to make it better Hey Jude, don't be afraid You were made 
found 